0: Have you been to an event where you've gotten to do, like, shots with one of your parents?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a joy. It is. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially, like, my mom loosens up a lot <laughs> after, like, one or two drinks. She, got, I mean, like, she's she's got a little bit of anxiety. And uh, seeing her after, like, one or two, she's like, let's dance. And I'm like, yo, let's dance all right baby let's do it so she's like you know you've always looked good in hats i think you should hats. wear more hats
0: that is the quintessential drunk mom thing to say
1: it's absolutely classic and i love it and I'm, I'm like i could do this with you all day <laughs> me like let's... what else do i look good in Uh, This is Disastrous. I'm Amanda. I'm Hannah. And yeah, this is the show where, you know, maybe you're driving through the Australian Outback Mm -hmm. and, you know, you got two beef jerky sticks and uh, a half bottle of that fancy Fiji water and you start to... You start to feel a little sluggish on the under the wheels. And then Uh-oh. you're like, oh, no, probably not, right? How many cars overheat in the Australian Uh-oh. Outback? Uh-oh. And then you come to a full stop. Not because you want to. That's a show. And that's not what we're going to talk about today. We are going to be talking about some stuff today.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to get a little messy. We're going to get a little sleepy. Uh- that's right. Not sleepy. I meant like the car got sleepy in your metaphor.
1: I was like You know we could get sleepy. Sometimes we get sleepy. We have very full lives.
0: I understand in my head I went A to Z and I forgot to take you guys along with me. Um but yeah.
1: She left me behind too. It's okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is this is the podcast where the car gets sleepy.
1: Yep. Oh, I love that. <laughs> the car gets sleepy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, it is. And today I've got a real story for you. Oh, a true uh, one. Oh, yeah, a true one. This we've is not done a hypothetical.
0: About, we've done about forty-four episodes of fiction. <laughs> <laughs> we made up stories for
1: about. Oh my god! A where's our almost. Emmy? <laughs> if we were making up that kind of, stuff, we'd oh. be like freaking geniuses. Oh my god. Like, there's so much detail. I wonder where they learned all that. (laughs) Definitely not Wikipedia. Definitely wasn't there. (laughs) All right. So today, I am going to tell you about the, I want to say, like, disastrous, but probably, like, the inexplicable, but I'm about to explain (gasps) it, so that doesn't work Mm -hmm. either. The wild... Uh story of our hero Uh so that'll give you a good hint
0: sully (sighs) you also did a plane
1: no i did not
0: (laughs) our personal hero like me and you
1: well it's about to be our personal hero poon lim p-o-o-n uh-huh l-i-m yeah nice
0: Hell yeah, put me in a spelling bee.
1: She knows it. She knows it. That's I was up. never,
0: never got to do spelling bees as a kid, which is a damn shame.
1: <laughs> that is a damn shame. Dude, we should do an adult spelling bee. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. All right. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> We're going to workshop okay. this later.
0: Tell us about our new hero. Our disastrous our hero, Bay bay of the Week.
1: <laughs> bay of the Week. Poonlim. All right. Poonlim was born 1918 on China's Hainan Island. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, he had a very mellow upbringing, you know, doing do, doing kid stuff, you know? He uh, didn't have much opportunity until World War II. Mm. At the age of 24, Poon was working as a second steward, which is kind of like the um like the catering department. Oh, okay. of a British armed merchant ship, the SS Ben Lomond. So, he was given an opportunity to work on this merchant ship. He was Great. like, "Cool, cool, cool. I know how to cook." Yeah, he's like the kind of like the sous chef of the of the SS Ben Lomond. Awesome. And uh, he identified as as British, like his, um, like, allegiance was to, like, the British fleet.
0: Sure. Like, in terms of Axis ally powers. It,
1: and exactly. Exactly.
0: World War Two, so, you kind of got to put your, like, stake in the ground. You got to make it yeah, clear.
1: exactly. Kind of got to make like, a clear I, stance. Well, you know what? I, I, I like the costumes or whatever, the uniforms.
0: You know, I uh, sure don't like Hitler,
1: so... <laughs> I'll and go with you know the other what? one. We're, and that's good enough for us. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. We get it. All right. So he was working for the SS Ben Lomond, which was on its way from Cape Town to Paramibo? Paramaribo. Paramaribo, which is really like next door to French Guiana.
0: Okay. And Cape Town's like tip of Africa. Am I wrong? Africa.
1: Yes. Tip okay. of Afri- Africa, up to French Guiana, yeah. up to New York. So it was like, oh, okay. All minute. Like, this is not a day <laughs> trip, for sure. So uh, the ship was armed, but it's moving kind of slow. It's a merchant ship. Sure. Um, but ooh, it spooky. was also... I know. Ooh, um, it was also sailing alone. And we know... In retrospect, that you always use the buddy system. Even if you're a warship, merchant ship, use the buddy system.
0: Especially when there Shit are, could happen. Look, if there's one thing I remember from high school history, it's U-boats.
1: Girl, that was my next sentence. <laughs> no way. It seriously was. I was like, especially when y'all got German U-boats swimming around ya like sharks. And they don't give a fuck.
0: Who's who? (laughs) Whatever.
1: Don't care. Zero. was it?
0: Remember the Alamo? Is that what it was? Or remember the Maine? I don't know. Mm -hmm. One of those ships maybe was sank by a U-boat at that time. Yeah.
1: And they didn't care. They're like, not us. Torpedo it. They're like, it's actually like a bus full of kids. It's not even a boat. They're like, don't care. Torpedo it. Yeah. (laughs) What is that? A bird. Torpedo. Don't care, just do it.
0: U-boats so, stands for un. This would work if I knew the word I was thinking of.
1: No, it's okay. I was like, we can cut this all undiscriminatory.
0: Out so you <laughs> Undis- yes, U stands for undiscriminatory bombing <laughs> boats,
1: <laughs> not caring at all. They're like, the U stands for you fucked up because you crossed our path. Mm-hmm. You gots to go. The so. U stands for. Uh <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh>. Uh oh. Uh oh, boats. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because they weren't with a buddy, mm-hmm. on November 23rd, 1942, a German U boat <laughs> intercepted and hit the Ben Lamond with two torpedoes. Mm-hmm. The ship sank in two minutes, which is. Just alarmingly fast. I don't know how how long Very it's supposed to fast. take, but I feel like that's fast. Yeah, wow. 250 miles to the nearest land. <gasps> oh, no. It's out there. She far. Mm-hmm. And as the ship was sinking, our man, Poon Lim, took a life jacket and just jumped. He's like, I'm out. Like, he he smelt the smoke. Oh. I gotta go. Before the ship's boilers exploded. Wow. So. How
0: many other people were jumping? Or was it like just. um,
1: There was. I believe. So I had this in my notes earlier. I don't know. I got rid of it. But there were like six other people that had escaped. He would be. Spoiler alert. The only survivor.
0: (gasps) Wow.
1: Yeah. So. um, After approximately two hours in the water just floating, uh, Poon Lim found himself aboard a life raft.
0: Wait. Yep. I have a question. Yep. Where'd it come from?
1: Where'd it go? Great question. I don't have any answers to that. It was, I think it came from the ship he was on because there'd be no way it would come from anywhere else. But here's what I'll tell you. This, this is not how we're picturing, like, a life raft. Like, in most movies and stuff like that, we see, like, what looks like a big, like, blow-up mattress. Yeah. Or, like, a, a round blow-up.
0: Like when you go, like, whitewater rafting.
1: Exactly. Yeah. One of those. This was, like, an Airbnb. <laughs>
0: <I> just <laughs> Is it more, like, Life of Pi style, like, full-ass boat?
1: It well, it was definitely like it was a wooden raft that had like a big uh canvas canopy over the top. Okay. It was stocked for survival, so it had several awesome. tins of biscuits, cookies, <laughs> a forty liter jug of water, chocolate, because we fancy. Nice. British. Uh a bag of sugar lumps. Great. Sure. Sugar or like water. Your Tea party. They're really
0: <laughs> and, like banking on like e- like keeping keeping you energized.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They're like, cookies, chocolate, sugar yeah. cubes, what's up? <laughs> um, they're like, if you look under the floorboard, we stuck a little cocaine down there for you, all right? Be cool.
0: <laughs> There's one full syringe. <laughs> <laughs> of meth?
1: Is that how you do meth no, you smoke. I meth. think we've established that Her neither one. of us know anything <laughs> about hard drugs. Yeah, and we're always like, yeah, you inject a uh, 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 crack cocaine and, uh, and, you, <laughs> and you pop meth. I don't, we don't know. We don't know. We're not going to know. <laughs> don't at us. So it came with sugar lumps, some flares. Okay, nice. Two smoke pots which were um for signaling. I thought they were like fondue oh. pots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I at first was like it. a little like uh like those campfire burners that you yeah, can like turn like the a little pot
1: on top. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Um no they were for smoke signals, so Got it. A flashlight and a fishing pole. Nice. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding about the fishing pole. That oh. was definitely not <laughs> <that one. laughs>
0: I'm so fucking gullible. No.
1: Like, no but, like, okay, also, yeah. all the other shit was there. So it's like, why why wouldn't there be a fishing pole on there? It is
0: interesting when you think about, and I think that's probably pretty standard packing for, like, a life ship. Like, lots of flares, lots of, like, immediate supplies, like, keep your sugar up. Mm, it, yep, sugar it, and variety.
1: Yep. It
0: is interesting that it's, like, it's not exactly preparing you for, like, More than a few days or more than a few weeks.
1: My girl, you and I, we are just... (laughs) Oh, we are right there. Like Life of
0: Pi, he had to make most of that stuff himself.
1: Well, and so our hero, Poon, he initially kept himself alive by drinking the water and eating the food that was on the boat right, Mm -hmm. or on the raft. Uh, But he very soon realized like, oh, if nobody's coming... For me, if I'm the only one out here, this isn't gonna last mm-hmm. long. He, he thought it might last a month. Mm, okay. Another spoiler: he's out there for 133 days. Yeah, he's out there for four months, plus. Yeah,
0: he's out was, there for a while. Was Life of Pi based on this?
1: I think that's the it same. Must have been.
0: It might have been, like...
1: It might have been.
0: Not not me connecting to, like... I was like, I almost finished that book in high school, so I know everything <laughs> about it.
1: I mean, you seem to be on the right track, so don't <laughs> stop now. So... Wow. our Our dude could not swim very well, which is a okay. very precarious situation for him to be in right now. But... He would oftentimes tie, like, rope from the boat, from the mm. raft, um, to his wrist, in case he just, like, fell in. Oh. In case he was jamming out too hard, and he was, like, dancing, and he just, like, whoop, 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 whoop,
0: He, like, did too much coke, and, like, started <laughs> jittering around.
1: <laughs> He's like, jitterbug, jitterbug, I know the jitterbug. <laughs> I
0: feel like tying it to your wrist isn't the best choice.
1: Even surfers tie the surfboards to their their ankles. ankles.
0: Because, like, bracelets fall off all the time.
1: All the time. Your (laughs) wrists aren't that sturdy. Like... Oh, snap. You break that shit roller skating. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. (laughs) So, he would tie it up to his wrist in case he just happened to fall in, even though he wasn't going for a swim. He was just yeah, being careful.
0: Oh, you know what, Amanda? You know what we forgot what? to think about? What? Storm equal big wave.
1: Big uh... wave equal fall off boat. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we didn't give you enough credit cool. here, Poon Lim. Sorry. You know, Sorry for talking smart. shit. You're pretty keep smart. It. Keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> um So... He took a a wire from the flashlight, made it into a fishing hook, and then used hemp rope as, like, the fishing line. So he literally had that, like, (laughs) old-timey, like, kid with a literal stick, wooden stick with, like, (laughs) line tied around it and Uh just a piece of metal coming up. Wow. It's uh, honestly precious. But... It gets even crazier because he dug a nail out of the boards of the raft.
0: Okay. He was like, this one isn't weight bearing.
1: Yeah, exactly. He was like, this one's fine for small fish, but what if I want to catch big fish? Yeah. And so he dug a nail out and like bent it. And I was like, how long? How long would it take you to dig a nail out of like a wooden board with just your little thingies?
0: Yeah, fingies is rough. I used but a scissor the other day. You did? I used a scissor okay. to to get a nail out of the wall the other day.
1: Alright. That's pretty so, smart. You know? Alright. He probably figured it out. But he bent it into a hook for larger fish and when he captured a fish, he would cut it open with the knife and that he made out of do you wanna guess?
0: What he made the knife out of? Yeah. Okay, wait, he... uh, Cookies. Uh. <laughs>
1: You're close. You're
0: really close. But are you kidding me? No. You're super warm. Like the cookie package?
1: <laughs> yeah! The biscuit tin. <gasps> tin! Oh my God! <laughs> yeah! So yeah, he made a knife out of the biscuit tin. Um, He would, you know, slice open the fish. He would um, use the... Basically remnants of one catch to catch another. So he was kind of smart, you know, sustainable farmer. Yeah. So once a large storm hit, and basically once a large storm comes, the fish aren't coming around so much. Yeah. They tend to go to like shallower waters. Um but Lim was like dwindling. He was not Ugh. doing well. He had not eaten or drank anything in a in a while. Uh, but he was able to put um, like uh, fish guts, fish oh, stuff okay. up on the canopy above the raft and would wait for birds to come and eat. Shut yeah. up! I kid you not. And caught the birds with his bare hands. Here, so like a trap or nothing. He's just sitting there. He's like, come on.
0: Cracking his knuckles.
1: Oh, yeah. He's like, I got you, bird. Let go. So, he would catch birds, and I hate this. It gives me the willies, but we have heard this before, not just here, but on other podcasts. He would drink the bird's blood. Yeah. For, you know, thirst Mm, purposes. Yummy. He's not lucky like me, and I've got soft blood. So uh, Except, mm,
0: this bird is a little dry <laughs> this bird's
1: a little dry could I get some gravy and some soft blanc Great. so uh, he's catching birds drinking blood uh, but when he saw sharks he was like I'll catch a shark
0: oh catch no a shark. what type of shark
1: uh, I think it was uh, yeah, it was a small shark Okay. Not oh, a big shot. Yeah. So he used his bird bait. Awesome. He used, he used fish to bait the birds, to bait the shark. You get it. <laughs> Genius. Circle so, of life. Circle. It's a circle of life. Yeah. So <laughs> the first shark to pick up the taste of the bird blood hit the line, hit his fishing line with like full force. But Lim had prepared, so he like had braided the line and basically made himself gloves out of like the canvas from his uh, life jacket.
0: Smart, yeah, super smart.
1: I will wrangle in this shark with my bird guts and my homemade mittens. See if you like them. Nice. (laughs) So this shark was like only a few feet away from the raft. But once Lim, like, struggled to get this shark onto the raft, the shark, still alive, still tried to attack him. So Lim beat him to death (gasps) with a half-full jug of water. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just straight up beat him to death with it with like a like a water bottle. Like I don't yeah. I don't even know how else to describe it. That's not. But
0: that's bonkers.
1: That's bonkers. I had never heard of that.
0: Wait, wait a minute. We're drinking bird blood and we still have half a bottle of water left?
1: That's what I said. I was like, what is, Maybe is it's he rationing it?
0: Different order?
1: Yeah. Um it see I mean it seemed like it was fresh water, but it definitely could have been salt water. Mm. Um
0: maybe it just harvested from the rain
1: yeah he would he would collect the rainwater on the canvas um but after the shark attacked him he beat him to death with a half filled jug oh oh it was seawater i'm sorry oh so wow so he used the water jug half filled with seawater as a So club. he
0: intentionally was like i'm going to make this bottle heavier so it was yes. fully like i'm going to beat this shark to death
1: Dude. So he cut the shark open and sucked the blood from its liver. Again. Mm, Yummy. Do what you gotta do.
0: Mm, Uh, Notes of of smoky oak and berries.
1: (laughs) It's peaty, somehow. It's interesting. (laughs) I want to say the
0: grapes are from uh, the Napa Valley region.
1: (laughs) Jammy with a little bit of tannic structure. Absolutely. So... But because it hadn't rained in a while since the storm, he was, like, out of actual water. So he that's mm-hmm. why he drank the the blood. Um, sliced off the fins, let them dry in the sun. But this is the most heartbreaking part of this tale. It's um, how many times he was seen <gasps> and not picked up. Ugh. <sighs> I know. Like, all of this is such a harrowing tale of survival. And I'm like... Fucking yeah. Goonies never say die. Let's go. But then this is like act two where we're like, oh god, he struggled so much. I hope like and it it makes you feel some feels. Um just a heads up, everybody.
0: Is there any reasoning you found as to why he wasn't picked up? Is it just like World War II yes. tension?
1: Yes. So the first instance was um, an unidentified freighter whose crew saw him but did not pick him up or even greet him despite his proficient shouts in English. Because, I mean, like, he knew English. Um, His theory uh, upon his survival was uh, that they would not rescue him because he was Asian Mm. And they may have assumed that he was a stricken Japanese sailor.
0: Sure. Oh, so, fuck that.
1: There was like another explanation that uh, German U boats were rumored to set a survivor on a raft as a trap. Oh, shit. To get a rescuing ship to stop, which basically just meant they were all dead.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So it is exactly how you said. It's the World War II of it all.
0: It's like um, when you go to your car in the parking lot late at night and there's a flyer on your windshield wiper. Ignore that shit. Just drive Mm -hmm. away. Just
1: drive. Drive away. Don't grab it. And wait until you get home in your locked garage to throw that shit in the trash. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, another opportunity for him to be rescued was a squadron of United States Navy Patrol seaplanes did see him. Yeah. And how we know that is they dropped a marker buoy. So I'm not 100% what a marker buoy is, but I believe it is able to be tracked Mm. or seen from the sky to show like a a point. Um, Unfortunately, later that same day, a storm came and just oh, no. ripped that buoy right away. Oh, I know. Um, also, he was seen by a German U-boat and they were like, Bye. they were like, um, don't
0: tempt us to finish what we started.
1: <laughs> exactly. Ooh, you're surviving now. All right. We'll come back and check in 30 days. Okay. <laughs> Right. So first like and and these were what he described to be like super emotionally
0: yeah oh my god
1: hard for him like just the idea that he was seen and acknowledged and that people wouldn't save him anyway like that's got to be really hard to to grapple with um at first he counted the days by like Putting knots in like a rope, but then, you know, eventually you got like ninety knots, and you're like, eh, just "Fuck it, whatever."
0: This is <laughs> a this is a waste of rope. Each exactly, knot is like, like half an inch.
1: Exactly. Like I can't use this for fishing line anymore. So then he started counting the full moons.
0: Mm, okay. Um,
1: on April fifth. 1943 after 133 days uh in the life raft he neared a land and a river Mm. inlet um and he kind of felt like he was getting closer to land because the color of the water changed sure see um you see not like no longer like a deep deep dark blue but like a a lighter blue um, and three Brazilian fishermen picked him up. Oh yay! And took him to the coast of Brazil. Um, King George the Sixth. I hope I'm reading that normal nomen nomen Roman numeral. <laughs> Got it. I hope I read it in normal numeral correctly. But he bestowed a British Empire medal on him. And the Royal Navy incorporated his tale into manuals and survival techniques. Good. Great. Give him his damn due. Fucking right. She'll put his picture on the brochure, be like, we'll teach you how to catch a shark and beat it to death with a jug of water. (laughs) Join the Navy.
0: You might think you can just beat it to death with your little hands, but here's a little life hack. (laughs) 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 It's five Um, minute crafts. (laughs)
1: Oh my God! Right, it's like Hunger Games where they're learning how to like build fires and like paint camouflage. (laughs) Um, But after the war, uh, Lim decided to emigrate to the United States. Um, But the quota for the for Chinese immigrants had already been reached by the time he decided he wanted to emigrate.
0: They can make an exception, girl. They can. Yeah. Yeah, they
1: did. Because of his fame and the aid of Senator Warren Magnuson, he received a special dispensation and gained citizenship. Nice. Um,
0: and then he was, he was forced s- to live in a tenement and <laughs> got so many diseases and <laughs> was treated exactly. horribly because he was Chinese they in America.
1: They made <laughs> in a horse stable and... <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, um, go on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But yeah. Um... So writer Alfred Bester um, used uh, Lim's story in his novel, The Stars, My Destination. Okay. Uh, which is about a man stranded in space. Uh,
0: oh, different.
1: Yeah. I was like, dang. Okay. He found went, fine, space whatever. sharks. <laughs> Artists, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> so uh, January 4th, 1991. uh, Lim dies in Brooklyn at the age of 72. Aww. Surrounded by loved ones and all of his fame and glory. Oh.
0: 91. Wow.
1: Yeah, right? I mean... That
0: was, like, just around the corner.
1: Yeah. Like, wow. He did so good. He got did a awesome.
0: Shark. He did a great job.
1: Drank bird blood? <gasps> I mean, I'm guessing, like, when he got back to, to England and they were like would you like a cup of tea and he's like T- tea? tea i would love some tea oh. and I'm like and biscuits too and cucumber sandwiches and he's like oh my he's god like, no, yeah.
0: no more biscuits
1: <laughs> he's like i won't eat another biscuit as long as i he that probably be- did go off of bird though and fish yeah right <laughs> So like I'm
0: vegan. So
1: you like no. can have
0: a certain brand of biscuit cuz of the tin. <laughs> I also I wonder about like coming out of that like you're in Brazil, I'm sure they send him back to England and then you're mm-hmm. like hey, hey guys, it's me. And they're like who? <laughs> you know like I yeah. wonder if they're ever like we don't know you.
1: <laughs> yes, or they haven't realized how long you've been gone. Like, wouldn't that be the fear if you were like out lost at sea for however long and people like you come back and either they don't remember you or they're like, I just saw you. And you're Mm -hmm. like, no, that was six months ago. I've been lost at sea for six months. And they're like, no, man, you were just at Hank's birthday party. That was like Tuesday. And you're like, no, I definitely wasn't.
0: (gasps) Uh, One time I was playing hide and seek with my friends and I was hidden and they stopped looking
1: (laughs) oh like she probably gave up that means you had a good hiding spot
0: yeah yeah that was a that was one of those worst fear come true moments
1: (laughs) yeah they're like she probably went home I don't know
0: (laughs) I'm gonna remember this one I'm gonna bring this up on a podcast (laughs) in in seven years (laughs)
1: Oh, the trauma. Um, Well, yeah, so that was the harrowing story of Poon Lim, our disastrous Bay of the Week.
0: Honestly.
1: Survivor mode. Those
0: skills. I love hearing those things and being like, oh, I'm just going to tuck that away in my brain for later. For real, right? I I, I doubt I'll remember it ever if I need to, but (laughs) it might be in there.
1: Um, do you want to tell the people where to, uh, find us, follow us, rate, review? I
0: do. You can email us at disastrouspod at gmail.com. We are on Instagram at disastrouspod, and we are on TikTok at disastrousleepod, L-Y, of course. Um, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Give this one five stars if you're proud of Poon Lim. Um, yeah. And send it to a pal who you think would survive on their own on a Ooh, life
1: raft. Yes. Email us and tell us, like, the likelihood that you would survive. Or, like, what you would have done differently. I would love to. Yeah.
0: Survive. Techniques. Give us techniques.
1: <laughs> yes. Survival. All right, you guys. Um, This has been Disastrous. I'm Amanda. I'm Hannah. And... We love you and respect you as always, and we will catch you on the Flippy Floppy. Bye. Bye. Bye.